0: And we are back with Lisa Waters Lane in the studio. She comes each week with your garden question. Just what are neighbors talking about? What's going on in other gardens? And we can, we can learn things from that. And mm-hmm. so we can see what plants are flowering, what's how, to, how they do it. So welcome to the studio, Lisa. Lisa.
1: Thank you. Yeah, good, good to, to be here. Back. It Thank is. Thank
0: you. Let me move the microphone up just a yeah. hair for you. There you go. <laughs> Trying to get it set. So perfect. I'm and just so, so
1: quiet. It never comes over.
0: You're a quiet talker. You yeah. love to take on the noise level of whatever the room is. And I'm like a loud talker. No matter how loud the room is, I can still be heard across that the room very with true. or without a microphone. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not better or worse or either one. You need them. And that's why we attract each other. You're that's my why, huh? my fun To my shui. (laughs) shui. Yeah, I I got it. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I know the audience got it. All right. So, questions.
1: Sure. What is happening now there in the gardens? Oh, lots of stuff. So, our first question is from Alan in Prescott Valley. He has an older, mature Raywood ash. Half that tree seems to be dying out. So, it's losing its uh, leaves. The branches are getting brittle. uh, Just kind of. What could be causing that? Anything you can do? What do you think?
0: Uh, those are all precursors to death. You should be worried. So, But you're picking up on it because you're a gardener. And you saw it and you kind of go, no, what's going on? So that half of the tree, though, the roots on that side is something's going on. I don't know what, but I can show you a couple things or mention a couple things that mm-hmm. are highly likely. One, gophers. They can eat roots of plants, and as they eat the roots off, the stress will be seen on the top layer of that tree. So mm-hmm. don't let, and you'll see you'll see mounds of dirt uh, around the tree. And they can be all around the tree, but they've done more damage on that side where you're seeing the the brittle or, or it's not as active that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, grubs, there's a white kind of C-shaped worm that gets in there. The that's the, a larva stage of of beetles, basically. And so they live in the ground for a couple of years, eating the roots of trees. Raywood ash is a favorite. So they could be doing that. So if you don't see mounds, you might dig a test hole. Just see what's down there. Just a, a small hole anywhere. And if you see even one grub, come talk to us. We have a grub killer. It's called grub killer. It's not very original. <laughs> Highly effective. And so I saw some some stress in our yard. Mm -hmm. I didn't even test. I just went, I know grubs come out this time of year. I'm getting some grub killer. I'm just putting it down there and praying for rain. It's a, it's a granular. You sprinkle it out there. It's a water activates it. So you need water to hit those granules within the first month. So Mm -hmm. we usually are going to see rain sometime in the next few days, really. So it'll activate it, go through the soil, takes out grubs. So it's one season, one 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 application treats a whole season. So it's it's an easy one. So watch for that. And then you get into the really weird stuff. Um, so it could be watering, just the water when it was smaller, your your irrigation did great. And as it has grown and the roots have grown out, now the roots are not as as balanced with your with your irrigation cycle. Could be that. That's an easy tune-up. Just an emitter or two or take a soaker hose or or just water it by hand some for now the tree is stressed no matter what you should fertilize that thing with two things one most important humic h-u-m-i-c humic is humic acid it's a granular it looks like coffee grounds only it actually does a lot of good in the soil so it it invigorates the soil so that tree wants to root kind of goes oh I want to root out here. This is pretty amazing. You've got damage up there because there's some stress on that side of the roots. There's not enough roots on that side of the tree to support the growth. And so you need to get it to reroot. And it may not have roots because of gophers, grubs, and other things. Mm-hmm. So that'll help it to reroot, And then fertilize it. Just get it some nutrients. And so a 744 all-purpose plant food. So it's a natural granular Food, you sprinkle out there at the same time. Well, Ken, which one goes on? It goes on ask first, Alan. i like, what do you do first? It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Either one, just put them down, activate it by, by water, and just make it all go. So that'll help you with two things it'll help it to add some more foliage, grow some more roots, and it will increase that beautiful purple color that Raywood Ash is so famous for, usually at the end of October through November. So you got a few months of that, but you're setting the stage for great looking color. Stressed out trees have muted off colors. Mm -hmm. Strong, healthy trees have this beautiful autumn color that just like you got to stop and and admire the foliage. You have to collect the leaves and go, wow, these are so special. I can't believe creation can make this kind of of, of color purple or or dark, rich, deep red on a raywood ash. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Alan, you got the solution. Come see us for more.
1: Okay. Next question is from Lindsay out She wants to know, and I want to know this too, because I don't know the answer. Can pre-emergent be used in an existing lawn? Oh, Lindsay, oh sure. Yeah, it's
0: a great question, Lindsay. Great question. And the, the answer is absolutely yes. It is actually highly effective. Now, the best way to keep weeds out of a lawn is have a nice, thick, healthy lawn. So mm-hmm. if you've got some weeds, that just means the grass is not choking out everything else. That's what a healthy lawn does. So you have less dandelions, less crabgrass, less weeds with a healthy lawn. So I would say fertilize. That's a theme right now because the yard's running out of food. You need to re-up that. So get the grass to grow, but then you can use a granular pre-emergent on that grass, and any, any weed seed that happens to land inside that lawn, it will not germinate. Yet it doesn't affect the grass that's already growing. That's the beauty of, of weed preventers. You can use it throughout your rose bed, you can use it in, in the flower bed, you can use it over your lawn, and it's going to eliminate any seed that blows in. Chino Valley's <laughs> for their wind. It's the tumbleweeds roll across that valley, Hit a hit a a barbed wire fence. They create a ramp. They just keep piling up until they start launching over and over the fence. Yeah. So that's every every time they roll, you're getting more seed. And mm-hmm. so every kind of weed has their own seed and how it spreads. It will keep those from germinating. And most weeds are actually annuals. Mm-hmm. They come back every year by seed, not by the roots of so perennials. They come back from last year's root, and they re- they come up and become even bigger and stronger. Weeds don't do that. Weeds are typically a, an annual. That is, they're going to reseed themselves. And that's why they're so prolific. And that's why they love to get in this nice, rich, moist lawn area mm-hmm. and germinate. So if that if there's any open spot in the lawn, you're going to have weeds show up. So okay. just, just keep that going. So, so best
1: to keep the lawn healthy, yep. keeps the weeds out. You can use the pre-emergent. I would say unless you're thinking about reseeding or overseeding.
0: Yeah. But she's got an established lawn unless you're going to extend it or something. Yeah. Yeah, It's going to keep all seed, (laughs) including grass seed from germinating. But I assume you've got a pretty healthy lawn, Lindsay. And so we're just trying to increase the vigor of the lawn that's Mm -hmm. there and then keep everything else out. Okay. Uh,
1: Next question is from Dan and Prescott. He actually lives out Williamson Valley area. Uh, They need a big screen tree to uh, block out the house that's building behind them. Want to know, um, a lot of people ask this, what's better? Deodor Cedar, Arizona Cypress, or is there something else?
0: Yeah. So, Dan, that's uh, super easy. So I would say Williamson Valley, you can have either because you've got bigger properties. Typically, depends on where you're at. But for bigger properties, Deodor cedar works. Mm-hmm. So Deodore cedar also is known in the Bible as the tree of Lebanon. These trees grew hundreds and hundreds of feet. They're like mini like redwoods. Uh, and so they get ginormous. Now, we don't have any that are hundreds of years old here yet. <laughs>
1: but
0: that's where they're going to go to. So it's too big for a smaller yard. You just right. don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Arizona cypress is the one that grows native out towards where you're at, Dan. So if I had to pick between the two, I would go with Arizona Cypress just because it's going to naturalize. And once they're up to size, you'll never have to care for them again because they're in their element, Arizona Cypress. Whereas deodorant cedar is more of a Middle Eastern thing. I mean, it's in a similar climate to us Mm -hmm. and they're, they're fast growing. Both are very thick, very full, easily up to 25 feet by 12 feet wide, solid green, uh, but I would if I had to choose, Dan. You have to I choose. Probably, you know, I guess you could mix them with a big problem. You could mix and match. Yeah. But if you want a wall or privacy, a lot of folks want the same. Mm-hmm. So I would do Arizona Cypress. Come in and see us for more. We can help you with spacing, how many you might need. Take a picture, what you want to block. We can help you block it. This is what we do for a living and have fun at it. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Okay. That's it for this segment. We're Right back after this.